What is up, Steelers Nation? Thank you so much for jumping on to another episode of All Steelers Talk. I'm Noah Strackbine, joined every Monday and Wednesday by my main man, Stephen Thompson. Find us on YouTube.com slash All Steelers Talk or subscribe anywhere. You get your podcast today. Fully loaded show for you guys as we move closer to training camp two weeks out at this point. Some AFC uh, championship hopes maybe for the Pittsburgh Steelers. A former player talks Najee Harris and then the Steelers biggest disappointment of 2023 we're all going to dive into that plus more it's a beautiful day in the in the berg it's been a beautiful week here in the berg how you feeling my friend i'm itching i'm eager you know like uh sports of uh this is kind of a lull in the sports calendar like yes i've kind of dragged myself into baseball a little bit this summer a little bit more than i usually do um yeah yeah yeah. but like i I don't know the (laughs) I thought the home run derby was over. I don't know if you watched that. I thought that was kind of underwhelmed. Eh, no, actually, that was. I found that pretty entertaining, actually. But yeah, for a home like, run derby. What do you mean the home run derby? Sweet. Uh, I'm not a home run derby. I used to be. Used to be. Mm. I think it's died off. Like it's yeah. last uh, last year Alani, was cool. Last year, yes. Yeah. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and they were they were in Colorado, so those things were flying. Like they were mm-hmm. 500 foot home runs. Like that one was sweet. This one was this one was fine. Uh, but then like the All Star game, I don't know. I'm not as into that and. I don't know. The, no. Now there's just like nothing going on. Like we get a couple days before even like the team I actually care about starts playing again. So I don't know. I'm I'm all in on football right now. Football could start within the next you know 45 minutes. That'd be sweet. I, I would. Like that. <laughs> I would also be about that if football started in the next 45 minutes. It is the worst time of the year. Like somebody, I forget who I was talking to yesterday or two days ago maybe, and they said you really got nothing going on these days, huh? And I'm like, no, this is. This is bad, man. This is yeah. this right. is your day's over at like three o'clock, and you're just like, yeah, I don't what know do what we? To do with my, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I could, call, I could, I could, I could look at Twitter again for like the four hundredth time today and find nothing. Right. Yeah, it's it's rough, but we are getting there, and with there means that there's some hot takes, and we're gonna talk about uh, we're gonna talk about all those hot takes. We'll start with a big one, positive one for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Fox Sports, Jason McIntyre, who we talked about last week. Why did we talk about Jason McIntyre last week? He he was on here for something. That's a good question. Oh, he might have been the Aaron Donald. He was the Aaron Donald. Oh, yeah. That's what he was Monday. Jason McIntyre, uh, you know, fan is the show is a fan of Jason McIntyre at this point for what he has done for a uh, shout out him. He uh, he gave five bold predictions for the entire NFL this season and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, they entered at number five bold prediction. Number five, the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to the AFC championship game quote Kenny Pickett during the final seven games last season was a top 11 quarterback in the league that rookie that guy was a rookie Kenny Pickett is mature he looked sharp at the end of the season the defense will be back and be really good I've already bet them to win in week one the Steelers this Steelers team is a buy so two pieces here one the bet to win week one against the San Francisco 49ers that's a big one that's a big one. You start off with a win over San Fran, you gotta be feeling pretty good, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. And I don't, I don't know. That's like not that crazy to me. No. Um, at home, first week of the year, you don't really know. Like, is Brock Purdy gonna be who he was last year? You know, with some when, when teams finally have some film on him. Um, I don't know. I guess the I guess the 49ers got a little bit better on defense, adding Javon Hargrave, right? But no, yeah, the return of Javon Hargrave. That'll yeah, be cool. John Javon Hargrave revenge game. Um, but I don't know. That's not th- that's not that crazy to me. I probably, if you asked me to put money on it right now, I would, I would not feel uncomfortable taking the Steelers 
in that game. Um, yeah, I, I, this is, I, I just thought the, um, the top 11 quarterback for Kenny Pickett down the final set. I thought top 11 is a funny number. I, I don't know. I don't know why. I just like, you could have said top 10. You could have said top 15. Yeah. Top 11 is a, is a very funny number to use. That just shows um, he's, you know, he's putting his, he was putting his, his yeah. time where, you know, he's, he was like, all right, let's see exactly what this number looks like right here before I just right. shout it out there. 11 guys. Right. You think we could come up with that 11 quarterbacks? Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh I'm Allen. Jo- uh, Josh Allen, obviously. Um, uh, uh, yeah, I'm out of them. Aaron Aaron Rodgers. There's the yeah. givens. Aaron Rodgers is a given. Brock Purdy, definitely Brock Purdy. Um, Gino. 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 Definitely Gino. We're only at seven. Yeah. We're at Gino Smith. <laughs> what, yeah, like, I mean, Joe, Jared Bowler. Goff. Oh, yeah. Pro Bowler. I don't know. Like, Who? Uh, Pro Jason Bowler. Huntley. Get out of here. Jason Huntley. There's eight, not top yeah. nine, maybe top nine. Yeah, maybe. maybe. I like the number eleven. Yeah. I, oh, I, I bet, bet Goff was in there too. Goff was pretty good. Yeah, Goff. All right, so we're ten. Yeah, there he is, top eleven. Boom. There we go. <laughs> there we go. We did it. Um, but yeah, I, I my only issue is this is like, I don't know. You look at the teams that have made the AFC Championship over the past. You could go back, I guess, five or six years, and yeah, top eleven quarterbacks usually don't. Yeah, it's not the top eleven. It's like it's been like Mahomes and Burrow and Allen and Tom Brady. You know, Blake Bortles and Ryan Tannehill have slipped in there, but they've had otherworldly defenses, which I guess could could work out. I I mean, I guess that would fit the mold, but they don't usually fare very well in those games either. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's where I think this one breaks down a little bit and gets a little shaky. But I don't know. I I guess I don't hate this. This also it, it. in this in the in this like set of predictions, uh, McIntyre also predicts the Bills to like really fall off. I think, yeah, um, yeah, which that would have to happen because I think the conference as a whole got a lot deeper this year. It, it would not be an easy path, I think, for the Steelers to make it. No, I don't think so either. But I do think that the path is there. Like you, you go back a couple of times. The Pittsburgh Steelers have. I remember growing up and. You know, like you, you'd always, you obviously always scout out the the playoff picture when it's there. Like, okay, what's how do the Steelers get to the Super Bowl from here? And a lot of times, I remember growing up where like they should have had a run in with like the Tennessee Titans, who at the time were like the greatest team in football, and the Baltimore Ravens beat them. You know, like those there those opportunities are there; those things could happen. And I think that the right set of circumstances finds its way to Pittsburgh, and they could. This could be a real thing. Like you, you know, if you run into Patrick Mahomes in the first round, chances are, and eh, well, you know, it was a right. good, it was great time. You know, we had a great season. It was a lot of fun. You run into Josh Allen. I don't, I don't fall for the whole like the Bills are going to fall off thing. Not yet. If anything, I think it's going to be the other way. Like I think that last year the Bills had so much going on that like it's going to be yeah. very hard to imitate what happened last year and say that they're just they're going to be just as unsuccessful or unsuccessful. But the Bills could be an opportunity. I think you somehow find your way to the Jets. You know that's like the easy path. Yeah, you know, around Aaron Rodgers because like you're like oh, okay, like that magic's not going to last all season long. It just doesn't. I think like if the Denver Broncos end up being good, that's a possibility of the chargers, you know, like that's a possibility. There are ways around this. Like, obviously you end up with anybody in the AFC North, your chances of winning are 50, 50. So you got to feel good about those ones. I do think that you could like, you know, like I agree with you, like the, the AFC is going to be deep this year. I think you could find your right circumstances of games 
to be like, okay, like there's a real shot here, you know, but then you could also find it where you're just like, oh, this is not going to happen. Yeah. I, I mean, I think the Chiefs are the only team where I would say like odds of winning, odds of beating them are less than like 10. Uh, I was going to say 30, but okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just don't see the Chiefs. Like, how do you beat the Chiefs? Like, how do you, you just can't beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs are, have, proven that they're almost impossible to beat as a football team like it does like unless you go up big which is the problem with the pittsburgh steelers is like how are they going to go up big if they don't mm-hmm. if they don't have like the offense to go up by 25 and even if they do go up to remember the Deshaun watson the last year in houston was up 24 mm-hmm. at halftime loses the football game like it just yeah. you know, i just until proven otherwise man i i am what year was that because i was looking through like oh afc championship uh teams and the Titans made it one year, and I don't know if that was with Watson or Tannehill playing quarterback. I think the it was Titans? 2019. Yeah, the Titans. Yeah, I think it was. Oh, 20... oh, oh, never mind, never mind. That was Texans. That was yes, never yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was like, what are you confusing talking about? my yeah, never mind. Um, I think it was twenty. I think it was COVID. I want to say it was 2020. Might have been the COVID year. Okay, that they snuck their way in there. They were mm. good that year, and then they, and then, and then they lost 24 yeah. to whatever. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, you got to go up huge. And if you don't go up huge, like, if you're any team in the, like, you know, like, you can't, I just don't understand, like, how you beat the Kansas City Chiefs. And until I figure that out, 10%, I'm going to go 10%. Okay. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, I mean, the rest of the teams, like, like you said, the AFC North teams, that's a toss up. Not mm-hmm. a believer in the Jets either. Dolphins got better, but until you actually see if Tua's, got his head on straight uh anymore like oh, i don't geez. think you can <laughs> well, look uh, is that not fair is that is that unfair like i i think no it was the best a... way to put that that was the best way to that was the best it's, it's not his fault it's not yeah. his fault but yeah. like you, you kind of gotta wait and see chargers generational chokers jags we'll see what we'll see what that is i, I like the jags but me too but i don't think that i think if they stacked up against the pittsburgh steelers like I don't, I'm not going to label them as a team that would beat the Steelers, you know, oh, like yeah. maybe I think that they could, but I think yeah. that I'm not going to put them in the category of they're not going to win that game. Yeah. And the bills, like, I don't know the bills. I don't think the bills are, I don't know. I, I the bills like kind of have to, it's another one of those. They have to do it before I can really take them seriously, I yeah. guess. Um, I, That was just, I, I get what you were saying about everything that went on last year with them and that's like that's not probably not going to happen again but i i don't know they i don't think they got much better than they did last year no um, i i agree with that one i agree i think it's the josh allen thing like i just think that at some point josh allen's a good quarterback and if he's you know like at some point good quarterbacks win most of the time at least once you know so maybe it, i mm-hmm. think that once might happen like it always ha- it happens once for everybody, every, mm-hmm. every like really good quarterback. It doesn't happen f- like for a Joe Burrow. Like, you know, even if Joe Burrow is not like the immediate threat this year, I kind of look at it like Joe Burrow will get one. You know, I don't know when it'll happen, but I, I, it, I would find it so hard to believe that the Cincinnati Bengals go an entire career of this guy and he doesn't win a Super Bowl. You know, just one doesn't have to be multiple. Uh, Josh Allen, I kind of find in the, the same boat. That's different for you, though, because you look at Josh Allen a whole other light than every Do I? everyone else before NFL teams. Yes. Yes. That's like that's like, you know, getting a Steelers fan on here and trying to be like is Lamar Jackson good? 
They'd be like, no, he's terrible. Be like he's. Oh, I don't know. I mean, Josh Allen always plays real well against the Patriots. I don't know. He doesn't like like I know the I understand the Lamar thing because he doesn't play very well against the Steelers. At least, no, he like, that's no statistically like he he yeah, has he some does. of his worst games against yeah. against the Steelers. But I don't know, Josh. I feel like Josh always plays pretty well. Yeah. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I I don't know. I just also don't. I don't know. The Bills just. Bills always find a way to lose. I don't know. They find a way to lose in real heartbreaking fashion. Like I, they do. I, so I, I don't know. Do. I, I'm not going to count on them. I, I I understand that theory, but I'm not. I'm not counting on on Josh getting his one. I don't know. No, I get you. I get you. I get you. So what is? You know, obviously, when you get there, that's the big question. How do you get there? That's the. That's the second. Like, what's the? You know, like you walk in there as like the lowest seed as an eight seed, you know, in the playoffs, you making it to the AFC championship game at that point, you got to go through everything or like, is there like a, you know, like, nah, I guess let's rephrase this one. What makes you, what about this Pittsburgh Steelers team? Because we just talked about how that's a likely pot. I don't want to say likely, but it's a possibility. Like it could, it could actually happen. What about this team heading into training camp? Has you sitting here going, that could happen. Um, well, the defense, obviously, and I think the division they play in is going to be kind of a bloodbath. So you could, I think there's, it's very easy to imagine them winning the division yeah. and getting to avoid, you know, the avoid the Bengals and avoid, uh, and avoid the Chiefs and avoid even the Bills, I guess, for those first two, like you wouldn't face one of those elite teams until later the, yeah yeah until i guess it'd be the divisional round at the earliest mm-hmm. um so i think that i think that's what really gives me confidence is that their division while it's tough they're going to play well instead of division and their division is going to beat up on each other enough that yeah like the the division winner might not have might be you know the division winner with the worst record but they'll be battle tested and they will still be a division winner that gets to avoid those those elite teams until later in the later in the playoffs yeah i agree i agree i think the fact that the steelers like what makes me believe in this is it's like it is it's a bold prediction but it's not like super crazy to think about is the fact that the pittsburgh steelers very much so could win the afc north and that's a real possibility and if you do so i think everything's on the table for this team everything and i don't think it's going to be like incredibly hard like people are talking about oh you got to win 13 games you got to win 14 games to win the afc north i don't know if that's really going to be the case because you know you just got to win the afc north games you win against the cincinnati Bengals, you win against the baltimore ravens and the cleveland browns and you got an opportunity at the end of the season like that opportunity is going to present itself the nfc or the nfl always schedules these games so that you have a real shot to be competitive in those week 17s week 18s against these teams and i think if they win i'm just like you said like it, it might be a bold prediction, and it is definitely a bold prediction, but it's not. It's not it's impossible. Yeah, it's yeah. not impossible. This is not. No, because this I is also every- like a. This is a real trendy, like, you know, uh, I feel like the Steelers are going to become a real trendy, you know, sleeper team as we get into July and August. And yes, September. and I just want it to be very known that me and you talked about this well before anybody else. That's well, right. like we were months ago. Saying, oh, the Pittsburgh Steelers could be, could they could be a team. They, they could definitely be. They got all the pieces to be a team. And everybody's like, you, it's so early. It's, it's May. And I'm like, all right. And now we're sitting here, and everybody's jumping on board, man. Just, mm-hmm. just wait and see. Just like the Aaron Donald thing, you know. Like when it all comes down, remember who, <laughs> remember who brought it up first. 
Right. These guys. These guys. All right. Let's move on here. Former Steeler Ramon Foster went on uh, the Ramon Foster show with DK Pittsburgh Sports a couple of days ago and talked about a number of things. One of the big things that came up was Najee Harris and his choice of words were were very interesting. He spoke highly of Harris, obviously, but then went on a little bit of, you know, maybe Najee Harris is going to hit a point where he doesn't really like the Steelers fans because the Steelers fans don't really like him. This seems to happen with a lot of players. Deontay Johnson's in that boat right now. You know, they're half of the fan base isn't Kenny Pickett fans. There's it's everybody. It's it's Alex Highsmith's dealing with it. I mean, if you go through the comments on our YouTube YouTube page and any video about Alex Highsmith, half of the people are going to say sign him. Half of the people are going to say, get him out of here. This guy's not worth the money. That's just everybody is always in that boat. But the fact that Jalen Warren has kind of bursted onto the scene a year ago and is expected to do a little bit more right now doesn't help the situation. Foster went on to say, those who say we want Najee gone, don't be upset if Najee says some stuff in public or Najee is a little bit more sinister about his attitude and how fans treat him because all that will play a part in it too. Oh, y'all want me to go? You want y'all want me going? Okay, I don't want to be here. That's that is my player side because people are so quick to turn the page on a guy of quote unquote bad production. True? False. Let's start with this one. Do you think that the criticism of Najee Harris to this point is warranted? No, uh, not really at all. I mean, I don't know how you can really criticize a guy who is rushed for a thousand yards in back-to-back seasons as truly carried. I I get it. The offense hasn't been great over these past two years, but he's been one of the few things that has been consistent and that has worked, especially behind a, a patchwork offensive line. And He's really carried that, and especially last year, like playing through those two foot injuries, yep, and still rushing for a thousand yards. Like that was, I wouldn't call it heroic, but it was it was pretty tough stuff, and it was it, it was something that I thought every Steeler fan, you know, they would tap into that, like, oh, you know, Steel City tough, and you know, like Smash Mouth football, like all that stuff would play into into a positive narrative for Najee. So I was. I don't know. I'm really shocked every time I'm, I I see someone who doesn't appreciate Najee and doesn't appreciate what he does and, and what he can be. I think that's the other thing is that this has not been an ideal situation for him. Off like no. the offense has not been an ideal fit for him, and that, that that there's just a lot of room for him to grow and a lot of him room for him to get better. Like he hasn't even scratched the surface of his potential yet, which should get you excited. I think. Yes, agreed. It should definitely get you like that's my thing here is like it's not warranted at all. Hasn't been warranted. Last year, like you said, the foot injuries, not one, two, two, two Liz Frank sprints. Two. Imagine right. that, man. Like I, mm. I stub my toe. I'm out of I'm out of commission for at least a couple of hours, maybe mm. a full day. He's go- playing NFL football games. Do you ever like hear the analysis or like you know, like uh, I'm, I'm big. I'm a big podcast guy, as we know. So I listen to a lot of the New Heights podcast these days. I very much so enjoy it. But they always ask questions of like, would an average man be able to, you know, like run for five yards in a game or get a first down or anything? And the, the immediate like it's not even a question. The immediate mm. answer is no. It's like yeah. you don't even you wouldn't have any opportunity to even get a yard in the NFL. And the fact that Najee Harris played eight games on two Liz Frank sprains, which is, you know, the bone in the middle of your foot is sprained. 
with a steel plate in his foot and still rushed for a thousand yards. Like that's, that's so impressive. And to do it with no offensive line the last two years, like I think fans, just like you said, should look at this with a more optimistic approach The people should not be in the point of it's time to get rid of Najee. It should be at some point you got to cut your losses and you got to look at it like this. Maybe you didn't want a running back in the first round. Maybe you were super against a running back in the first round. Maybe in your head, you believe that you're right, that that was a bad, bad pick, a, a mistake by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, there's nothing you could do about it now. We are three years removed from that draft pick. At this point, there is nothing that's going to change. Najee Harris is the starting running back. Instead, maybe look at it like this. The Steelers have the best offensive line that they've had in the last three years. They have the best quarterback situation that they've had in the last three years. They have the best wide receiver uh, situation that they've had in the last three years. They have the best tight end situation that they've had in the past three years. They've had the best defensive situation that they've had in the past in the past three years. If this is going to be the year of Najee Harris, everything is lined up for it to be the year of Najee Harris. So why can't we just get excited? Like a year ago, people were excited. Najee Harris is going to be ridiculous. This is the Derrick Henry year, blah, blah, blah. It didn't work out. Why can't we do that again? Why can't we sit around and talk about how this is going to be the Najee Harris year again in 2023? Because everything seems to be adding up. I just think like it's too early to say this guy is, I mean, because he's the farthest thing from a bust, you know, like if he was rushing for 600 yards a season and, you know, he's putting up Chase Claypool numbers or something like I'd I'd get that, you know, at this point, it's like, okay, this guy's not going to work out. But that's not even close to the case. Like this is a guy who with very limited opportunity has put up a thousand yard season back to back, has made a Pro Bowl, you know, a seven touchdown season, back to back seasons. It just, it's just, it is, it's, it is not warranted. Let me right. ask this Do you, how late into the season? No, I don't know how to word this. At what point does Najee start to get the criticism this year? You know what I mean? Like, what's the line of, okay, people are jumping on the Najee bandwagon or, people are falling off the Najee bandwagon because it's probably going to happen soon. Uh, probably the first time they lose, I, I would have to imagine. Um, he'll get mm-hmm. caught up in, in all of that. I, I don't know. It, it, the Steelers fan base is just big enough that you will inevitably, like, no matter what, you will have people throughout the fan. You'll have a small percentage, but it'll feel like a large number of people who are hating on Najee and just, you know, they don't, you know, it's just inevitable with this many people that you are going to find someone who has that kind of a, a of an outlandish take. But yeah, it, it, it'll, I think, get wide, more widespread the first time they lose. And if the offense is not, does not kind of take the steps forward that we think it's going to, because I, I, I'm of the belief that it's all going to center around how they run the football. Uh, you know, the, any, any improvements that they make this year offensively are going to center around, okay, can we be one of the best run, rushing teams in the NFL? Um, yes. So if they're scoring 20 points a game, if they're not, you know, reaching that, you know, 25, 26, 27 points or whatever, it's probably going to be because Najee's not having some great games, offensive line can't block, stuff like that. So I think if you come out, I, I think if it happens, it'll happen real early. Um, and and yes. I think, you know, whenever that is, it'll be the first time they lose that, you know, first time that what if they lose week one? Yeah, it'll happen. I I mean, I don't know. Like, I agree. Because we've, because we've been, 
it hasn't just been us. Like there have been other people kind of building the hype kind of slowly a little, a little bit. They're they're heightened expectations now, and I think yes, it would be such a buzzkill to come into Week One and just get smothered by by the 49ers because I don't think they're going to get like you know ridiculously outscored. Like I don't think the 49ers are going to put up 40 points on them. So no. if they lose that game, it's going to be because they've only scored you know 19 points or whatever. Uh, and that would just yeah. be such a huge buzzkill. That would really kill everyone's mood, and I think everyone would get pissed off after that. Do you think that uh, you think that Kenny Pickett takes the same amount of heat in that situation? You come out here and score 19 points. Say it's like a 14, 17, 24 to 17 game. 49ers win. Offense looks bland. Does Kenny taking the same amount of slack that Najee's taking? No, and I think neither of them would take as much heat as Matt Canada. Like in the, you oh know, yeah, Matt Canada. <laughs> like I think it yeah. would go like Canada, yes. Big Gap, Najee, yes. Kenny. Kenny would yes. be he'd be up there with Najee, but it would be there'd be a pretty significant gap. I feel like. Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude, that the heat on Matt Canada. Like, what is the what's the number there? How many points do the Steelers have to score in Week One? For Matt Canada, for the booze of Matt Canada, not to be hard in week two. Probably, like, I don't know. Four Niners are good, so twenty five would maybe be the line. Twenty five. That's a good number. I was gonna. Th- I thought you were gonna be like twenty one. Like now, nah, oh, the Forty Niners no, 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 no. are good, definitely. But the it does not. There's no excuse there for. Yeah, it's got to be twenty five minimum. Yeah, it's got to be. You got to score like three touchdowns in that game. Yes. Yes. Uh, however, minimum, you do it. Three touchdowns. Have you? Yes. Do it. And they have to be offensive touchdowns. You have to be. No, it has to be. Offense has to score three touchdowns. Or or it could be, we'll say, 25 points. Defense scores a touchdown. Steelers win. But if the Steelers yeah. lose, it's got to be three oh, offensive oh, touchdowns. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. I that agree. makes sense. I, I, I can get behind that. Yeah, because otherwise, because you're back-to-back. Like, you're coming back home against the Browns in week two. That's the, the – you were – Mitch Trubisky got booed, man. Mitch Trubisky got booed. And he didn't even deserve to get booed. Right. In game two, in game two at home, Mitch Trubisky got booed. And now the Matt Canada screams will be. You might see what there was a there was a pit game last year. I forget which one it was, but pit fans didn't like their offensive coordinator either last year. Yes. And I remember one time in the middle of a game. I'm sitting in the press box. We're right next to uh, the coach's box. So it's like yeah. there's a wall on the other side and, and on the other side of the coaches. And and Frank Signetti is the offensive coordinator for Pitt, sits up in the in the booth. And I see this one guy in the section right in front of the coach's box. He just stands up after, you know, like a three and out. He turns around. He just gives the coach's box the double bird. And then he goes and sits <laughs> back down. It was it was so funny. It, he was the only one who did. It was just one guy who was. He was just so fed <laughs> up. It was so funny. That's what I'm, it could. It could happen. I don't know where the coach's box got to be close to. If you're a Steelers fan, you could find it. You know, you just take take a little take a little scope of the stadium. Right. You'll find it. You'll you'll be. He's up there every game, every single yeah. game. Those boos will be very loud. But I agree. I think that it'll start in week one with the uh, criticism for Najee, if it doesn't start, I think it's very warranted for him to be just as angry and upset with the Pittsburgh Steelers fans as they might be for him. Because, you know, just like we said, man, it's not like at some point you have to look at it realistically. And this guy has had no opportunity 
you know, if you if you were given no opportunity, at your job and then everybody got mad at you for not doing that job right. You'd come home every single day and complain about that job every yeah. single day and complain about how you're not given the right, you know, circumstances to succeed. And it's the same thing it is the same thing for Najee Harris. All right. Last thing I want to talk about here. Bleacher Report, who always has the best takes every time came out with a list of the each team's biggest disappointment in 2023, what they expect the team's biggest disappointment to be this season. For the Pittsburgh Steelers, it is third-round rookie, tight end, Darnell Washington. And this is, this is really why. Quote, the Steelers don't necessarily have a reason to rush Washington's development. Pat Fryermuth combined with the wide receiver trio of Deontay Johnson, Allen Robinson II, and George Pickens should allow them to bring him along at his pace. But... Those who think he's going to be an immediate contributor may be disappointed. It's always fun when the national media, especially guys who just like come up with these lists for every single team without talking to anybody within these teams has to say about every team, but we cover the Pittsburgh Steelers. So we get the highlights of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't think there is a single Steelers fan sitting around who has paid attention two OTAs in minicamp and what we have said and what everybody else has said that is sitting there having conversations at dinner going, you want to know who's going to be real good? Uh, this is my Yinzer voice. You want to know who's going to be a real good, uh, <laughs> real good contributor on offense this year? Darnell Washington. Guy's going to catch touchdown every game, touchdown every game. It's not happening, okay? We have yeah. never once come on here and nobody else has come on here and talked about how Darnell Washington is going to be this giant receiving threat. He's going to replace Pat Fryermuth, and he's just going to be the guy. You know what we talked about? Darnell Washington is going to block a lot. He's going to be, he's going to be a big blocker. He's going to help the running game a ton. Do you, uh, you looked at this? What were your, did you get Jeff thoughts? I know you did. What, what were those thoughts? Well, I just think it's real hard for a third round pick to really like be a bust or a disappointment in their rookie season. Like yes. I get it. People have ex- some expectations for Darnell Washington. Like you said, he's going to be like a third tackle. He'll, he'll block real well. Um, but like, I don't know, even if he, he could not catch a pass next to this coming season. And I still don't think you'd be able to label him a disappointment. Um, especially when he like, I don't know. He he's tight end three right now. He's he's still tight end three. I I, I on this team. I think behind Frymuth and uh and Zach Gentry. Like this is. I I don't I don't know what you really like. You said I don't I don't know what you can really expect out of a guy who first of all is a third round pick. I I can't get over that. Like I, I don't know. Yes. Like calling a third round pick like your your biggest disappointment. Biggest disappointment. The biggest. Not even. I'm trying to look right now on. On who else, who else they have? The Arizona Cardinals, Marquise Goodwin, Atlanta Falcons, Bud Dupree. Just didn't didn't think that there was going to be a, a shot on that one. The Bills, Gabe Davis, Miles Sanders is in there. Chase Claypool, yikes. Nick Scott, don't even know who that is. Donovan Peoples Jones, like these are real. Tyron Smith, Russell Wilson is on this list. Jamison yeah, Williams, many, what? What? Hey, how many? Yeah, putting a rookie on these lists is. There's I one, mean, unless one you're like rookie, Lucas Van Ness is on here. Anthony Richardson's J- on here. Really? Williams isn't technically a rookie, but he's he hasn't played yet. Right. He he missed all last year. He right? played. He played. I oh, say he like played two, towards the end. Yeah. Yeah. A mm-hmm. couple of games. A couple of games. Khalil Max on here. Like the, the Marcus Davenport's on here. Devontae Parker. Like, how did 
if we're being serious, you look at this list, you look at the entire thing, and if the Bleacher Report is sitting around thinking Darnell Washington's going to be the Steelers' biggest disappointment in 2023, the Steelers are going to the Super Bowl. The Steelers oh, yeah. are like the AFC Championship game prediction is spot on. If Darnell Washington is the biggest disappointment of 2023, right. like right, like that means that means the linebackers work out and they're great. That means uh, Joey Porter and Patrick Peterson are great. Like yes, th- that everything else works out. Like yeah, that yeah, that's a good way of thinking about it. Is that if Darnell Washington is the worst thing to happen? If Darnell Washington, you know, not you know, not not catching touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, yeah. If that's the worst thing to happen to the Pittsburgh Steelers, then yeah, place your uh, place your Super Bowl bets now because those that's are gonna what be I'm worth saying. Like, what are you doing? Like, if that's if that's mm-hmm. the and it doesn't even mention like he's not gonna he's not gonna play. You know, it's just like he he won't have a role. And then they mention the wide receivers, and it's like cool. That expectation's not even there to begin with. So right. if that's if if. If fans are just like, oh, man, dude, I was really hoping Darnell Washington caught a bunch of touchdowns this season. Well, you were disappointed, but you also have not been paying attention to anything anybody has said at all, including Darnell Washington and Mike Tomlin and Pat Fryermuth and Kenny Pickett and everybody else who is only talking about how this guy is pretty much a left tackle for the time being. Like, yeah, if that's it, man, think about all those things like. Like you said, dude, Joey Porter works out. The linebackers work out. Cam Hayward doesn't get old. TJ Watt, you know, stays healthy all season long. Kenny Pickett's a monster. Najee Harris is a monster. You know, George Pickens is a, is a pro bowler. Deontay Johnson's a pro bowler. Allen Robinson comes through a huge season. Calvin Austin, you know, just explodes onto the seat. Think about all the crazy things that have to have, like that. The, the expectations are so high for these guys. And then here's the expectations for Darnell Washington. And this yeah. guy is going to be the biggest disappointment of 2023. That's just, yeah. that's as good as it gets for the Pittsburgh Steelers. That is yeah. hands down. If this list, if this is correct, shout out Bleacher Report because, you know, you saw something we did not. And right. yeah, that's appreciated. That's appreciated. Yeah. Steelers are in for a big year. If, uh, absolutely. If, if BR knows what they're talking about, which, you know, you never do or you never know. Sometimes they, sometimes they do. So, Shout out to them. Shout out to everybody we talked about today. With that, we're heading out of here. Thank you guys so much for jumping on to another episode of All Steelers Talk. Make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash All Steelers Talk. Like this video and find our podcast everywhere you get your podcasts. Check all of mine and Steven's workout at allsteelers.com. And as always, our pick coverage at insidethepanthers.com. I will be back on Friday with Derek. Enjoy another beautiful day in the Berg. Peace.